Hello, listeners, and welcome to Digital Buzz Radio, the podcast of the Georgetown ISD Digital Learning Team, where we are navigating innovation with you. Hey, everybody, welcome to the seventh episode of Digital Buzz Radio. I'm Amy Heil, and I'm here today with fellow digital learning coaches, Heather Solis. Hi. Corey Coburn-Shifflett. Hello. And Jake Schwab. Hey there. On today's episode of Digital Buzz Radio, we will be talking about finding your zen through technology. We hear a lot about mindfulness, but sometimes that is easier said than done with all of the technology around us. So I just want to say that before we get started, that as we were researching information for this podcast, I discovered that there is a National Relaxation Day, and it happens to be on my birthday, everybody, August 15th. Happy birthday in advance. (laughs) Right before school starts. So now I have every reason to fully relax on my birthday. Yes, you do. Our fellow DLC, Jake Swap, suggested today's topic, and he is here with us today and I recently wrote a blog post about the topic for our DLC DigiLearn blog. Uh, hey, fellow digital learning coaches. It's great to be here. Jake, can you tell us what you were thinking about when you suggested that we focused on Zen through tech usage? Yeah, so teachers are feeling the pressure of our profession more now than ever. Uh, sub shortages, COVID, students being in and out of school, grade books needing to be updated constantly to all of these shifts. Uh, And to top all of that off, GISD went one-to-one, and teachers had to learn how to shift the way they teach to address all of those things. Um, All of these changes and demands on teachers wreaked havoc on teachers emotionally, causing many to want to throw their technology out the window, which is definitely not what we want them to do. Finding Zen in life is important, and being a digital learning coach, I wanted to help people find their Zen while utilizing the digital tools that we offer. Okay, can I say something just really quick? So when you're talking about Zen, are you talking like we need to go to like this meditation garden and create this big like meditative spot and really just get into our our Zen? What if I have trouble doing that? Yeah, so I don't I don't know if that's necessarily the overall approach that I'm talking about. I think more along the lines of Uh, Each individual finding peace within themselves, being able to utilize the tools um, and not not getting so fed up with something that they don't use it at all. Right. So more finding that inner peace of how the digital tool can make life easier. Um, And it might be something where you, you know, you go into the rock garden and you, you know, sit cross-legged and all of that, right? Or it could just be something uh, that lives in the background, whether it's a sound or uh, visual that that allows you to uh, get through your day, right? Nice. So like you're kind of saying that we can be mindful pretty much anywhere where we're at. Absolutely. I love that. And thank you for bringing to our attention. Like, I know we've all kind of had that discussion about what teachers are going through and 
we keep thinking this is going to be the year that's back to normal. But I think in the meantime, we need to find ways to kind of take care of ourselves. And um, while we were researching some information for this episode, Amy stumbled upon a website called wanderlust.com. And I highly recommend everyone go there. There's a lot of really great information there. But on their website, they had some really great strategies for becoming one with the world filled with technology, <laughs> like you mentioned, Jake. And they suggested like practicing mindfulness and trying to stay present and kind of um, keeping things simple by embracing the technology-filled world, which sounds kind of contradictive, but um, how many times have you told your students before, (laughs) it's a tool, not a toy? The same can be said for mindfulness and technology, and we can use mindfulness to remind us that technology can be a tool to help us navigate our daily lives. Yeah, one of the things that I was thinking about um, as this topic was starting to develop is the fact that we all have these digital tools in our pockets that we walk around with every day um, that should bring us joy and should bring us that that moment of zen, right? But in a lot of ways, they just add to the stress, right? We're always constantly trying to check to see if somebody has liked our Twitter post or if you know, the, the score of the game is what I want it to be. Right. And, and it causes a lot more stress than it should. Um, so as I was going through this topic, I started digging into my, my digital toolbox that I kind of keep on the back burner all the time to find items that I think would be beneficial to other people. Um, and the first tool that I found, and it's, it's come up repeatedly is this, uh, website called windowswap.com. Um, And so sometimes you just need to be able to look out the window and we don't always have a window to look out, whether we're in a classroom that is uh, four concrete walls or we're in a a busy office, wherever your setting is, windowswap.com allows you to drop in around the world and see what somebody sees out of their window all the time. So uh, sometimes you might want to just look out on an English tea garden, right? And when you're in Georgetown, Texas, that might not be very easy. So this site allows you to drop in there, right? Uh, You might want to just have a view of the river uh, and and that's not what you have. So what I like to do with this site is I have two monitors, one that I work on, and then I'll throw up window swap on the other. And so every so often I just glance out, see what's going on. There might be a cat that walks by, uh, it is a live view from around the world, and so you're just looking out on what's what's going on. Um, some of the ones that I thought I wouldn't like, just look out on a street, and you see people walking their dogs and cars driving by. And so sometimes it's nice to just get lost in that instead of the spreadsheet I'm working on. I'm going to try that out today. Yeah, and sure. honestly, that might even be good in a classroom. I mean, I, maybe that's not the best idea for our Wi-Fi bandwidth, but throwing that on a new line, maybe when students are working too and giving them a break would be kind of cool too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I've, I have seen teachers do that as well. And, um, you know, even if a kid looks up there for just a moment, mm-hmm. couple, a minute or two, they get back to work, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes you just need that minute to look at something else. Yeah. Um, and, and that's actually a good practice when you're thinking right? And learning is you need that moment to process. We're so busy trying to get everything done so quick. Um, just staring at the, at the clouds allows that moment of, of thought, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that's one of the things that we, we're not bored anymore. We're constantly bombarded by this stuff. Um, and, and technology can be a great tool, but it can also be a great distractor, right? Um, which kind of leads me to my next tool, actually, 
Um, so I have a problem with constantly checking my email. Um, usually I have window swap on one screen and then the other screen is my email. So I'm just constantly, every time that thing pings, I am looking to see who's writing me and I respond very quickly. Um, I take a lot of pride in that, but it also detracts from what I'm actually trying to get done. So I could be in the middle of a project that should take 10, 15, 20 minutes. Uh, and it takes me all day just because I'm getting bombarded with those emails. So the Google Chrome add-on that's called Inbox When Ready allows you to set some parameters around that. So you can set the time, you can set what the alerts look like. There's a whole bunch of things that you can do there. There's a free version, which is what I use because I like free, uh, but there's also a paid version. I think it's like 10 bucks a month or something like that. Um, the, the free version tends to work well for me uh, and my needs. So it, it gives you kind of a warning like, hey, you've already checked your email this many times for this amount of time. Uh, and so it kind of keeps that a little more at the forefront of your thoughts. And so if you're trying to limit something, uh, that, that would block that out a little bit more. Uh, and since implementing it uh, just a little while ago, my stress around checking my emails has gone down. So that's been good too. We um, found some rules, some Zen rules, and so we want to share those with you. And so I'm going to share Zen rule number one. Now, I will say this kind of goes along with what you were just talking about, Jake. Um, and it's like do one thing at a time, kind of monitor your tech consumption, and like really allow yourself to focus on one thing at a time, which we don't often get to do, especially as teachers. And so Gmail has a, a, something similar to what you're mentioning. It's, it's definitely not. Uh, it doesn't do as much, but when you're just in Gmail, you can actually silence notifications. So if there's a time when you just want to turn them off, you don't want to hear from anyone, maybe you want to turn them off at, and you have your work email Gmail at home and you want to just turn that off at night. Um, that's an option that you can do. And there's also some other apps. They're called antisocial, <laughs> which I think you can kind of think what that means, kind of monitoring your social media use. And there's concentrate and self-control. And all of these allow you in some way to turn off notifications or set timers for your social media use and just make you more mindful to what you're doing with the devices that you have. Then rule number two, devote time to meditation apps like Headspace, Simple Habit, and 10% Happier. They can provide guided meditation to allow you to recenter and refocus yourself. Meditation also helps you relax while reducing stress. In my blog post, Two Tech Tools to Help with Teacher Burnout, I mentioned two apps that I personally use. That would be Calm and Fit On. Calm is a subscription-based app, but there are some free features. And the free feature I use every day, every day, is Scenes. So what Scenes allows you to do is it you open up the Calm webpage. It's also an app, but it's also a web-based page where it provides some ambient background noise. It's like white noise or nature sounds. And I can allow that to run in the background while it quietly provides a continuous stream of music or white noise. And when I allow my computer to go idle for a second, like if I have to take a breather and allow it to go idle, then it flashes on a screensaver that corresponds to the sound. So that's really cool to have on the new line. Um, like I'm in the library and sometimes nice. we get it going on the new line. The other app that I use, probably not as often as I should, is Fit On. And it is a free fitness app. Uh, it also has a subscription service tied to it if you wanted to upgrade, but I used the free version of it. And 
because of my particular health issues, I'm not as active as I used to be. And it doesn't matter where you are on the fitness spectrum, there's something there for you. So I utilize the meditation, which is just a guided practice to help you breathe and relax and what to focus on. And um, it's really helpful to have those guided instructions to help you focus on your breathing and just remove yourself from the moment and decompress. But they have other things like you could try at home. You can set how much time you want to invest in your workout or your meditation. If you have some fitness tools that you have, uh, we actually have weights in one of our libraries, just little hand weights so kids can kind of get the, the wiggles out. They mm -hmm. can use them. Um, so you tell it what you have available and it will make suggestions. So it's a really neat app. And I, I've promised myself today I'm going to use it a little bit more because I really do like it. Nice. I like those, Corey. Uh, Zen rule number three, develop rituals. Our bodies and minds crave routine. By including regular rituals, such as a YouTube yoga video or daily meditation, you're building your mindfulness muscles. And Zen rule number four is take it slow and make it intentional. There are some online mindful apps that you can access anywhere to help you get into your Zen space. If you Google virtual Zen Den, you will get a PDF that lists some really sensational <laughs> tools, such as a virtual bubble wrap where you get to pop the Ooh. bubble wrap. Uh, there's a virtual lava lamp. There's a virtual kaleidoscope. And then two of my favorites, one of them is called the Neon Flame Galactic Arc. I mean, that's a mouthful, y'all. But when you do that one, it's almost like you're creating this outer space galactic scene. It's, it's actually quite relaxing. And then there's another one called Interactive Fractal Art. And it's kind of similar, but you pick colors and you click on your screen and it makes all these swirls and designs and... It, it almost kind of reminded me of a digital spirograph. If you remember doing Ooh, the spirographs yeah. back in the day, it. it kind of is similar to that. Um, and you really don't have to do all of the things that we mentioned in this uh, podcast every day. Just pick one thing and just be intentional about it and start kind of building that habit into your day. Well, listeners... That brings us to the end of today's episode. We hope you have enjoyed listening and learning some ways to integrate the art of Zen with our age of technology. Be sure to check out our blog post at bit.ly forward slash G-I-S-D D-L blog. Again, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash G-I-S-D capital D capital L lowercase B-L-O-G for resources discussed in today's episode. We'll catch you on the next episode of Digital Buzz Radio. We've been sitting here long enough. You want to get up and do some stretches? I got that. <laughs> I think we should. Let's all zen, guys. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Digital Buzz Radio. This podcast is a production of the Georgetown ISD Digital Learning Team. Music titled Innovation by John Yasut obtained from Pixabay under a license for non-commercial use. We invite you to subscribe to Digital Buzz Radio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Anchor. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at GISD DigiLearn. That's G-I-S-D-D-I-G-I 
L-E-A-R-N. We look forward to you joining us next time for the latest buzz about all things digital learning.